my name is Leila Iman, uh, and I am a PhD student in the School of Environment and Sustainability, researching uh, integrated water resources management. Hi, I'm Ines Sanchez Rodriguez, and also PhD student in the Environment and Sustainability School, and my research is based on modeling in frozen soils. Hi, and my name is Kenneth Facey, and I am a master's student in the College of Education, with my course of study being in Educational Administration. Today, uh, on the Intro to University Teaching podcast, we are talking about learning outcomes. We covered this uh, content in week three of our GPS 989 introduction to university teaching course, where we learned how students learn, how to plan for teaching, uh, and how to design short lessons using uh, the BOPS model. So that is B-O-P-P-P-S, or bridging outcomes, pre-assessment, participatory learning, post-assessment, and summary. The purpose of this podcast is for us to share what we used to think and what we now think or do regarding teaching. But what is a learning outcome? The definition for a learning outcome is a measurable, observable, and specific statement that clearly indicates what a student should know and be able to do as a result of learning. And who are some, some um, key researchers in this area? So one of the key researchers in this area is, is uh, Benjamin Bloom, who codified the taxonomy or order of verbs based on the levels of learning. His work is really important here because a verb is the most critical part of the learning outcome model, which is verb, content, and context. Um, as, as the verb uh, describes the action or type of thinking a student would need to demonstrate after learning. Indeed, and, and uh, a part of the activity to regard in box that uh, Marley and Aditi facilitated that I was really interested in and I was thankful too was the two recordings that Morley did when it comes to the icebreaker or the bridge as we know it and it's such a good way when it comes to it sets the tone and introduce the content now the bridge in activities they, they serve several um, purposes now firstly it helps set the tone for the session and gain the participants attention right it allows students to feel comfortable and get settled before launching into the content and it helps the students to build motivation and community within the session too with your teacher. Now, it also allows the teacher to be better understand and the students and their prior knowledge as well as it allows them to learn more about the presenter as well. And it is such a formative introduction when it comes to the lesson because it sets the mode for the lesson. And Marley did such a fantastic job because even when we were planning our lessons, I'm pretty sure those two videos aided us because it really helped me because it was the first time for me actually doing the box. I've never heard of it. I knew initially I knew about, you know, the objectives when it comes to learning outcomes, but there were other areas that I did not know of. So I was very appreciative and I've learned so much from that assessment that she did with those two videos. 
Oh, Konik, definitely we had a lot of fun in this course, but also a lot of learnings. Yes. Uh, let me share with you both something that happened to me, and I don't know if that happened to you as well. Before the course, I used to think that the learning outcomes were more focused about why the professor must do. But at the end, my point of view really changed. So did you have the same feeling at the beginning, same change in the point of view? Exactly. Yeah, the same here. So um, coming from a different background, completely different from educational um, um, field. So uh, I was totally unfamiliar with, with the, the model uh, of learning outcome and everything that going that is going on in, in this uh, world. So before this course, uh, I didn't even know that that there is an explicit model to prepare the learning outcomes. Uh, so I just thought that, for example, saying that, okay, I want students by the end of this course to understand something means that I'm defining a, a, a learning outcome. But then after uh, taking this course and after experiencing all these um, uh, group works and, and reflections and so on, I now know that that uh, the, the one uh, main point in defining a learning outcome is uh, for the learning outcome to be measurable, to be easily assessed by the teacher at the end of the, the course. So saying simply uh, the, the outcome is for students to understand or to learn something would not be uh, assumed as as uh, as a uh, as an outcome. Uh, so that I mean that was a huge step for me, alone. <laughs> and it's the same for me as well to Leah. I must add as well to because I am coming from as you guys know from an education background, and I was previously trained as a teacher. However, I have not been in the classroom for years. So that it was like learning the process over again. But for me, I was not, I knew about the learning um, outcomes. I was taught it, right? But having to go over it again, because prior knowledge to me was, you know, what the context of the learning outcome. So the context, the subject, and the action verbs. And the action verbs analyze, evaluate, characterize such verbs as that when it comes to, they're integral when it comes to, um, constructing the learning outcome for students. What do we expect at the end of the course? You know, for example, the icebreakers and, and, and the other regarding the self-reflection that was never really taught to me. And that is one of the things I am so happy that I did this course because it had opened my, my, my um, you know, it has, the knowledge has been expanded and expounded for, um, expounded on from what Morley and Aditi has has taught me, and I am I, I must say that I'm moving forward. I'm definitely going to be a better educator based on what I've learned from this course. Oh my gosh, we have changed many point of views here. Uh, I don't know if something else changed in your point of view about this topic and the learning that comes. Regarding to the verbs, I have an, uh, a specific anecdote to share. I used to use a lot the verb identify, and I just realized that identify is not only or is not enough as an learning outcome for a student. I don't know if you have the same attach for any verb in the taxonomy for create learning outcomes. 
Yeah, I mean, Ines, you're right. In in um, the, your field of work is, is uh, somehow close to mine. We're both working uh, in, in water resources management. So I don't know if you've noticed this or not, but in even in many courses that uh, we, we have taken already, we can see that the outcomes are too broad and and the, the verbs are not too uh, are not that specifically defined or or are not that measurable as we learned here to to they they should be so so you're exactly right we, i can even see um, a lot of identify sort of verbs or as i said uh, before understand to 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 learn to understand to know, and these are things that are not measurable easily. And uh, just now, I know how important they are. You're perfectly right. How about you, Kanik? Right. For me, because even formulating the learning outcomes, I really, it cannot be vague. And starting out too, by the end of the course, students will success, so students will be able to successfully evaluate, characterize, analyze, and Funny enough, too, I didn't realize that the learning outcomes, it's best to start with the action verb because it specified the learning that is expected. And um, terms, what Aditi has taught us, too, we must avoid the terms that are vague. So such as know, understand, learn, appreciate, those are terms that are not to be utilized when it comes to the learning outcome because of how big they are. Because if we, we have to state the subject, the learning outcomes regarding the verbs has to be in alignment with the topic, skills, the values, the, the attitude that is to be demonstrated prior, during the lesson and after the lesson in terms of the assessment that is given to the students. Amazing. So, um, regarding to the uh, Bob's methodology or the scheme to create an um, and a class or to prepare in a class. How do you think and how you will describe the learning that comes connect with this methodology to build in a class and prepare in a class? Well, to me, I think that um, outcomes are directly relate, related to the objectives the O in BOPS, because we are we are clearly define outcomes as our objectives in uh, in a in a um, I mean lesson planning um, exercise. But uh, I think it also contributes to to the three P's here: pre-assessment, participatory learning, and post-assessment. Because um, if you think about it, you need to uh, have uh, clearly defined and, and smart outcomes uh, so that you can uh, define the assessments, pre and post assessment, and also the participatory learning um, align with those outcomes. So again, I, I think that that um, uh, I mean a learning outcome uh, is a, a very uh, very important. Uh, I would say part in in uh, at the background of Bob's uh, modeling, uh, and but yeah, to me that looks like this. And how about you, Kanek? Um, for me, the Bob's modeling. Um, okay, so regarding connecting the learning outcomes with the topic is 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 that the thing for me? It has the alignment 
of both has to intertwine because if they're not connected, that's the thing. Because prior, when I was doing my lesson planning for my four-minute lesson, I don't know about you guys, but it was just, it took me quite a while because the short space of time that we had was to formulate everything and connect them. It was tedious for me. So, and even with the 10 minutes, because you want to ensure that you get everything, every the outcomes have to be connected. Even though it doesn't matter the time frame, they have to be in alignment and, and the end result, the end result is that students have to learn. There has to be a takeaway from the lesson, especially with the assessment. So I do agree with you, Leo. <laughs> yeah, it was hard for me to prepare <clears throat> the four minutes lesson as well. Um, I would say that in my case, um, the post-assessment, and the connection with the learning outcomes is uh, quite very important. Um, I just mm -hmm. want to point out that um, is the way that the as instructors we can find out if finally the student reached the goal, uh, but not for self-criticizing. It's just to to check if the methodology and the activities that we uh, prepare for the students were um, enough to create the connection between the learning outcomes and the final goal to the student which is the learning right yeah exactly Ines. you're you're right so um for me it was the experience of of um designing that that um uh, teaching plan and less lesson plan was uh, kind of challenging too because i was just uh, be, before i i start planning them i was just uh, in back and forth between the uh, definitions of bob's uh, bob's steps and then the the the, the youtube video that aditi and marley shared on the uh, course webpage uh, prepared by Heather about smart learning outcomes. And I was just trying to make connections between do, these two, two uh, parts um, because that was very important. Again, uh, back to both your, your comments on that. <laughs> Preparing classes is not easy. What about you? Kuti? No, it's not. Tell us, <laughs> you have more experience preparing classes. <laughs> I know, but as I said, I've been an administrator in the office for many years. You know, I was, I did, my degree is in teaching um, with emphasis in English, but I never really thought after leaving school. So it's like the learning is reoccurring for me, you know? <laughs> and that's the thing, but it's 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 a it's a good process, but it's tedious. The thing is, why I think I I tend to get anxiety when it comes to lesson planning, and I realize it with this course, and it's the reason being because of the importance of what you want your students to get out of the course. It is so important. Learning lesson planning should not be taken lightly. It shouldn't. So that is why we, I, I can't imagine the pressures teachers would be under on a daily basis when it comes to planning their lessons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So now, um, tell me, what uh, what do you think that that you you want to work on to maybe improve uh, regarding uh, your your learning outcomes? So, uh, what is the area that you want to put more emphasis on if if you want to uh, work more on that? For me, it's the activities, actually, the assessment activities. Because when I was planning for both lessons, it was like, how do I go about getting the best assessment for my students after regarding the topics that I was presenting on? 
And that was the thing. The activities had to be in alignment. And not only that, would they learn? Would, would there be a takeaway from the activities provided regarding those post-assessment activities? Also, the pre-assessment activities and the post-assessment activities. And that is an area I would want to work. And not only that, too, actually another area, too, guys, I would preferably shortcoming, as I said, would be the outcome when it comes to formulating the outcomes. It takes quite a bit of time to ensure that it's in alignment with the topic. So that's a shortcoming that I would want to work on when it comes to lesson planning. Oh. Yeah, perfectly. How about you, Ines? <laughs> oh, I have many, many shortcomings right now. You know, <laughs> you know that you have shortcomings until you learn that you don't know something about something, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> perfectly said. <laughs> I will say that I will want to work more over the use, the properly used for the verbs. Um, honestly, uh, I strongly believe that the language and the communication must be assertive. And in many cases, I have found myself um, creating um, objectives using very passive verbs instead to use active voices or ac active verbs. And especially when I was preparing um, the lesson plan for the 10 minutes lesson, um, I found that I used many verbs that they were in the in the bottom of the of the process instead to go for a more comprehensive understanding on synthesis or even analysis level to the students. So definitely, I will want to work more um, over the verbs that I use and how definitely they connect with the activities, as Conit say. Yeah, so, I mean, these are important. And as you said, uh, um, 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 I mean, if I want to say something about myself, I cannot even choose among those things that I want to improve. But um, just for the sake of time, I should say that for me, the most important thing right now uh, is uh, to to um, to improve the alignment the alignment between teaching and um, and assessment and outcomes. Uh, if you remember the, the constructive alignment um, proposed by Biggs in 1996, so that that's that's something that I want to work more on, because um, as as I teach more and become more experienced in the field, I suppose that I should reflect on my teaching plan and, and, and my outcomes uh, as well so I can modify or even change those um, steps uh, to, to be um, I mean to ensure that that all those uh, teaching assessment and outcomes are uh, in line with each other and um, constructively aligned so um, this is something that that um, is, uh, is still um, I mean it looks big and it's still uh, challenging so yeah for me that's the, the main purpose. All righty. Very good, um, Leah. So um, my takeaway from this course, I know we all have takeaways, but for me, um, regarding why I chose this topic to, to be um, to, to have this podcast actually discussing this topic was how it, the influence it has on me as an educator, because I thought I knew when it comes to teaching, being a trained teacher, but we don't know it all. When it comes to teaching and in life in general, it's a process we continue to learn. 
as the years go by, we continue to learn. And based on this topic, there's so much more that is there that we need to learn more about too. So it's a process in, when it comes to building knowledge. And that's a takeaway from me, continuous learning, continuous growing and continuous improvement when it comes to understanding learning outcomes, what this is about, and how best to plan a lesson. Uh, okay, yeah, that's perfect. So thank you for, for that. And thanks, Ines, uh, to you too. So um, thanks to you for listening. And ch uh, check out our other Intro to University Teaching episodes at, uh, at the link below. Bye, everyone. It was a pleasure talking to you guys today. You have a good one. Yeah, it's